Praise the Lord. Amen. We're glad that you're here, that you are watching, and those that are listening as well. Hallelujah. We give God the glory, and we know that He is going to impact your life. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus Amen. is alive. Say it with me. Jesus, Jesus is alive. Hallelujah. We're glad that you are watching, that you that are listening, we're excited. We got some great news. We are now on podcasts. Amen. So we are on right now two platforms. It's being, uh, I would say, uh, propagated. I think they use a different word, distributed to different platforms. We're going to be on, we're on 10 different platforms. So you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Amen. But right now we are on Anchor. And we are on Spotify. Oh, Isn't that awesome? Yeah. And there's probably about four or five messages out there already. So isn't that awesome? Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. So go check out on podcast. Amen. And this week it should be propagated to all these other platforms. So don't forget about that. Plus you can find us on Facebook at fb.com slash River McAllen. And at 1030... You can watch a service. Amen? It Amen. comes on. So you can watch on Facebook. So go there. Amen? Amen. As well as you can go to our YouTube channel and watch our services there. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah, which is River Church McAllen. And if you're wondering how to find us on the podcast, type in River McAllen. Amen? And it'll pop right up. Hallelujah. And you'll see me and my beautiful wife's picture there. Amen. Hallelujah. You notice how I said me and my beautiful wife. I didn't designate what I was. Amen. So be nice out there. Amen. Hallelujah. But we're glad that you're here, that you're listening, that you have an ear to hear what the Lord has to say. Because the Spirit's speaking. Amen. Glory to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. What I'm going to minister along the lines of is anointed for victory. Amen? Anointed for victory. You know, God has anointed you. If you don't know that, you better figure it out. Amen? Come on. And you knew you do need to be anointed. Amen? Too many people are running around trying to act like Christians or act like some five-fold ministry, you know, office. Uh, but if they don't have... The anointing, That's what right. good are they going to do? Amen? That's right. Come on. Right. Look, it's not about a title. It's about the finger of God. Listen to me. It's about the finger of God coming and writing eternity on your heart. Amen? Yes. Hallelujah. And then you would carry the anointing that you would carry, the power of God that you would carry. Amen? Amen. The fire of the Holy Ghost to a lost and dying world, to people that are around you. Amen? God anointed you for victory. He did not anoint you for failure. He did not anoint you for defeat. Amen? So I see a bunch of victorious, born-again, spirit-filled believers here this morning. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Who are anointed for victory. Glory to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. And so our foundational scriptures for today, for this morning, will be 1 Samuel 17, 8 through 10. Verses, and then verses 26 as well, 29, 36, 37, and 1 Samuel 
16, 13. Amen? So go with me though first to 1 Samuel 17, 8 through 10. I want to make sure you have all those scriptures. Amen? Amen. Verse 8, reading out of the word today. Hallelujah. Let's just pray. Thank you, Lord, that as the word is preached, that, Lord, you will speak to the heart of your people this morning. Fill the hungry, fill the thirsty, Lord. Touch people's lives. Let them know today, Lord God, that it would be impressed upon their hearts that they are anointed for victory. They're not anointed for defeat. They're not anointed for failure. But that they will be victorious in their life. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Starting in verse 8. And he stood and cried unto the armies of Israel and said unto them, Why are ye come out to set your battle in array? Am not I a Philistine? And yet, whew, and ye servants to Saul, choose you a man for you and let him come down to me. So this, you say, well, who is that? This is a, a giant. A Philistine, amen, by the name of Goliath. And he's speaking. He says, choose you a man for you and let him come down to me. If he be able to fight with me and to kill me, then will we be your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then shall ye be our servants and serve us. And the Philistine said, I defy the armies of Israel this day. Give me a man that we may fight together. See, here's one thing, just pausing there on that. Here's a man, the enemy, Goliath, who says, give me a man. What he didn't realize, what he didn't recognize, if he only knew, he would have run in cowardice. Amen. He would have took off and he would have got the army out of there because it wasn't a man. Amen. Hallelujah. That he was battling against. It was God. This is God's people. When God, come on, is on your side, no one can be against you. No one will stand against you. Amen. Because they'll be at your feet. In defeat. Amen. So, boy, if he would have just recognized. But I tell you what, the devil, he likes to be punished. Amen? Because he, he is, he's just like, he's just stupid when it comes to, I mean, what does he think? This is the army of God. Amen? Now, that's just an amazing statement that you look at that, that he says, send me a man, but he didn't realize the man that was going to come. You're talking about a man full of the anointing. Amen? A man of God. Hallelujah. Woo! Glory to the Lamb of God. Verse 26. And David spake to the men that stood by him, saying, What shall be done to the man that killeth this Philistine and taketh away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine? That he should defy the armies of the living God. Verse 29. And David said, What have I done now done? I need to start over there, man. I just feel the presence of the Lord this morning. Amen. And David said, what have I now done? Is there not a cause? You know what? That cause really is a purpose. 
Isn't there a purpose? Amen. Hallelujah. And you're going to see that. You will see it. Because what was the purpose? The purpose was to see victory. Amen. That's why God anoints you for victory. Amen. That you will be victorious. That you will not see defeat in your life or in any area of your life. Amen. Amen. So we've all heard the story of David. He goes down. He's, what does he do for his father? He, walk, he watches the sheep. He is a shepherd. Yes. But you know, God was preparing him, even as a shepherd, to walk in victory. Why? Because, what? There was a lion and there was a bear that he had previously taken out. Amen? Yes. So he's saying, this is, this is no problem to me. If God delivered the lion in my hand, if he delivered the bear in my hand... He will deliver this uncircumcised Philistine in my hand. That's how we should see things. Amen. Don't look through eyes of doubt. Don't look through eyes of fear. Amen. But look through the eyes of the Lord. Hallelujah. I mean spiritual eyes. And you will see victory in your life. Don't ever allow the devil to scare you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus, glory to the Lamb of God. Because he uses fear to motivate people. And that's what he was doing here. The army, even Saul himself, was motivated by fear. By fear. Here's this great army. If they only knew. Look, I'm going to I'm I'm clue you in on something. Amen. Because David, he nailed it. He said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Who does he think he is? Amen. Why did he say that? He said that because he knew this guy, who I don't know who he is, what he thinks he is, but he's not in covenant with my God. Amen? Amen. But I'm in covenant. I'm in covenant, therefore I'm anointed. Amen? To do what God has called me to do. Hallelujah. So he knew right off the bat, he's not in covenant. He's against me, therefore he's against God, and God will give me the victory. Woo! Man, that should get you excited today. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. And that's why David, here it is, he goes down, he's a shepherd, he goes down, and he goes to, to visit his brothers who were in the trenches and deliver them some food. And this is going on. Here's the army doing nothing. And Goliath is mocking the people of God. You know that's what the devil will do? Yeah. Will mock you, will poke at you, don't let him ever mock you. You mock him. Amen? Because why? Because your elder brother Jesus mocked him in front of every demon, every principality of darkness. Amen? Openly. Hallelujah. So you've got to follow his lead. Amen? Because he took the, he took the keys from death and the grave. Amen? From Satan. And he has been given... All power and authority, and now Jesus has given it to you. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. So here it is, he's gone down and he sees this, this Goliath mocking the people of Israel. Mm-hmm. And he says, What are you all doing? I mean, in other words, what are you doing sitting around here? Mm-hmm. Is there not is there not a cause? Look, God has anointed us for victory. We are the army of the most high living God. Amen. Amen. And that's our purpose. Is to see victory. Is to overcome the enemy. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Verse thirty-six. 
36 through 37 goes on to say, Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he hath defied the armies of the living God. David said, Moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said unto David, Go, and the Lord be with thee. Woo. The problem is Saul and many people in the body of Christ, even in positions of leadership, do not know God is with them. Why is that the case? No, God is with you. Amen. Every single person. God is with you. But see, that's the problem. Saul lived so much to please man and to please the flesh that he didn't do anything to please God. Amen. And David was about to step up and please God. Why? Because faith pleases God. Amen. Yes. And it is a fight of faith and God loves people that are in the fight of faith. Amen. Yes. That will rise up and say, you know what? That does not go. That's, that's against the grain. Amen. That's against what God wants. Amen. And I'm going to rise up and no, I'm not going to allow that. So that's why when it's happening in your home, you say, no, I'm not going to allow that. Amen? Amen. When that's happening in your life, no, I'm not going to allow that to happen to my kids. I'm not going to allow that to happen to my spouse. I'm not going to allow that to happen to my friends and my family and my co-workers. Amen. I'm not going to allow that. That goes against the word of God. That's not what God wants for them. Amen. And it's definitely not what God wants for you. He wants no defeat part of your life for anyone of that you would come into contact with. Amen. Actually, he doesn't want defeat for any single person. That's why he sent his son Jesus. Amen. And Jesus, he rose in victory. So you have the victory. Amen. Hallelujah. Now go over with me to 1 Samuel 16, verse 13. It says, Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. From the day when? When he was anointed. Amen? It says that the Spirit of the Lord came upon David. From that day forward. Very important, amen, that you are anointed. Hallelujah. That you get the anointing and get it for yourself. You can't run off of anybody else's anointing. Amen? It'd be like you getting in your car that's empty. Hello? Y'all didn't say hello back. Amen. It would be like you getting in your car that is empty, expecting to run it, and drive it because somebody else's car is full of gas. You can't do it. Amen? That's why you've got to get the anointing for yourself. You ain't going to run off of anybody else's fuel. Amen? You're going to run off of Holy Ghost fuel that you get filled up. Even this morning, it would be like you coming to the gas station to get filled up. Amen? To overflowing so you could go and accomplish everything that God wants you to Fulfill, Amen? And I say to you, it will be fulfilled by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. So you've got to get the anointing. David was anointing, but God has anointed you. And you know what? There's some good news. We're under a better covenant with better promises than even what David had. Amen? Amen. Woo! Mm -hmm. We're post-Jesus. Amen? 
David was pre-Jesus. Glory to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. God has never intended for you or for me to be overcome by the devil. God didn't save you so the devil can walk all over you. God saved you so you can be anointed for victory. Yes. And that's really, that's, I mean, you, that's why you gotta, you got to get a hold of the things of God. Amen? you got to get hungry for the things of God. Because it is only by God and His power that you will live and walk in victory. Amen? Hallelujah. Can you imagine what you what you would be without God? Mm. A hot mess. Yeah. Been there, done that. Got the mug. Got the t-shirt. Don't want that anymore. Amen? Yeah. Been serving God for so long now. That's all I know. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. One of the tools, though, that the devil uses... Is and really is to intimidate people. Amen? Yeah. He uses the tool of intimidation. Yeah. Amen? He uses something that would intimidate you or scare you or stop you. That's why he comes around. Don't let him come around and harass you. Because he's just trying to intimidate you. Remember, the word of God even says, it says that the devil goes around as a roaring lion. As a roaring lion. He is not a roaring lion. He is a lion imitator. Maybe. You understand? He does not roar like you roar. He does not have what you have. Amen? That's why you have the anointing. So that you can come overcome the works of the devil. Amen? So you can defeat the devil. How do you think Jesus did it? Amen? Hallelujah. He defeated the works of the devil. By the anointing. Remember, when he walked the shores of Galilee, healing the sick, raising the dead, amen, cleansing the leper, blind eyes open, deaf ears hear, amen, every form of sickness and disease, he was what? He was destroying the works of the devil. That's what you are anointed to do, to get out there and do the same, amen, heal the sick, cleanse the leper, amen, whatever it might be, set the captives free, hallelujah. And then he went to the grave. It wasn't until he went to the grave, amen, hallelujah, that he defeated the devil himself, amen, hallelujah, and then he rose from the dead. We're all going to, one day, amen, we only <laughs> could just get a glimpse, amen, and I believe God does show us at times just a glimpse into the future, into a glimpse of what's coming, amen. To show us. Hallelujah. Woo. Because of God. The fact of the matter is. Of many people. If God spoke to you. And showed you the whole thing. Guess what you would do. You'd probably sit and do nothing. Or you would. Oh my. You might be overwhelmed. But no. You look at those things. Amen. That's why it even talks about in the Bible. It says count the cost. Amen. That you would count the cost. Because you would look at it. You would add it up. You would try to figure it out. How can I do this? And you would find it was way bigger than you. There is no way in the natural you could ever do it. Well, guess what? God can then. Amen? Yes. That's when God gets involved. That's when we say, this must be a God thing. Amen? Look, there are good ideas, and then there are God ideas. Amen? Hallelujah. And always the God ideas. They are the ideas that look in the natural impossible, 
But what is impossible with man is possible with God. For there is nothing impossible to God. And there is nothing impossible for the man or the woman who believes. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So you see, one of the tools that the devil uses is intimidation. If the devil can keep you intimidated, then guess what? He can keep you from victory. That's what he does. If the devil can keep you intimidated, then he can keep you from victory. Don't let him intimidate you. Amen? Amen. The entire army of Israel was intimidated by Goliath. Isn't that right? Yes. Not the Philistines. Amen? And that's what's amazing. They weren't intimidated by the Philistines. They were intimidated by this one man named Goliath. Just one thing. That's all it takes. The devil, just one thing to intimidate you with and he'll keep you from victory. Just one thing. That's why you've got to not allow anything. Amen? Not a single thing in your life that would intimidate you or stop you. Amen? Look, if you're scared of heights, you find the highest place that you can get. You get up there and you do it by the power of the Holy Spirit. For greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And that intimidation spirit, that spirit of fear, that tear, that spirit of, 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 of that, <laughs> that, <laughs> that spirit is not come by the way of heaven. Now, that spirit of fear, that spirit that would be even a spirit of failure or defeat. That spirit of intimidation, I break it off your life. Now you're going to be walking in victory. You will walk in victory from this day forward. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. But you got to deal with it. You go find you an elevator that that you have to see everything. I mean, you get you whatever it takes. You get you if, if it's if it's uh, being scared of heights or it's being scared of a snake or being scared of. Spiders are scared of things. You see, not one thing. Remember, it, the army of Israel, it wasn't like they were scared of all of this, this big army. Mm -mm. They were scared of one man. Just one thing. If the devil can just have one thing that would intimidate you, then he can stop you. Don't let him stop you. Amen? That's why you deal with that thing, that fear. Yes. You know how many phobias there are out there? Where people have all kinds of phobias. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the real ones. Not the fake ones that the media comes up with. But the real phobias. Amen? Because that in itself is just a, a fear tactic anyway. Yes. But come on. But that you would be delivered even today. Amen? People that are, you're watching or you're listening to this, if you have a phobia, I break that off your life in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. You're not going to be scared of the dark. You're not going to be scared of anything. Some people are scared of small spaces. They get cramped in a small, and they go crazy, they go nuts. People are scared of all kinds of things. You will not be scared anymore in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. There's one thing. And they were at a standstill. The entire army, you understand? The army. I mean, that's what the devil, the devil tries to get the church, the devil tries to get people to give up their rights. That's exactly what he did to Adam and Eve. He manipulated them. He intimidated them to give up their rights. And he's still doing it today. He is a professional at it. But you are a professional at defeating the devil. Amen? Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. That's your job. Amen. 
And you have the power to back it. You know all heaven moves on your behalf, but heaven's waiting for you to move. That's right. Glory to the Lamb of God. God wants to move us out of a defensive position and into a, an offensive position. Amen? God wants to move us out of a defensive position and into a offensive position. Yes. Too many of the church, it's like, it's always like a defensive, like in a boxing, have you ever watched a fight, like a boxing, where the guy gets in the corner and he's going to get plummeted in the corner. Why is the church in the corner? Why, is, why would the church allow anybody to get them into the corner? So that the, they can just get beat up on? No. And you'll hear the trainer over there yelling, get out of the corner, get out of the corner, get out. Get him, push him back, push him, get out, get out. Well, I'll tell you this morning, get out of the corner, amen? Come on, you're going to overcome the devil because he has already been overcome by Jesus, amen? So that makes you more than a conqueror. Don't get caught up in the corner where the devil's going to beat you up and pulverize you. Don't get in the corner, amen? If one can put a thousand to flight, two can put ten thousand to flight. Do the math that the church just rose up. Amen? In power today. And I believe there is enough anointing in the body of Christ right now. I'm talking about there's enough, there's enough people in the body of Christ that are anointed to rise up to totally shake and turn this world upside down. Amen? Amen. If 120 did it, can you imagine what just a small remnant will do? Amen? With the power, with the anointing. You see? It's with the anointing. With the you can take small number of people that are anointed. Amen? Small. Mm -hmm. But you have the anointing, so that makes you big. Amen? Amen. Come on. Yeah. I mean, come on. Let's just look at it. I mean, how many, how many were there? 32,000 with Gideon that went down? Look, let's just look at that for a second. Amen? 32,000 with Gideon. God looks at this. I can't do anything with this bunch. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to just ask anybody. If they're scared, send them home. They can go. He said, okay, I'll make the announcement. If any of you all scared, you can go home. You can leave. 22,000 made the biggest dust storm there was. I'll be down in there. Tell between legs. Can you imagine? And then God still wasn't satisfied. Oh man, I got these other 10,000. I can't do anything with this guy, with this group. He's looking for the hungry, those that aren't scared. Look, what happened is they went down. He said, this is what we're going to do. Take them down. Take them down the river. Let's see who drinks like a dog. Amen. Who laps it up but still watches. Amen. And let's see. And then those, we'll pick those. Amen. So what happens? It takes 10,000 men. Can you imagine? 10,000 of them. 9,700 of them jumped into the lake. Amen? They jumped, They literally jumped into the lake like it was like some like party going on. Mm. It's not some lake party. Amen? I mean, they literally jumped in. Can you imagine? They jumped in the water like they're a South Padre Island. Come on. They get a spring break. But there was three of them, 300 of them. Amen? They kept their watch that lapped it up like a come come on. Yes. Well, you know what? Go go watch. Have you ever watched? I mean, I grew up on the stuff because my dad loves the National Geographic channel. We grew up watching all that stuff 
I mean, we've seen every kind of like animal. And I mean, my dad just loved that. But you can learn a lot from that, actually. But in any case, have you ever watched the lion go drink? The lion doesn't jump in. The lion's at the bank, right at there, watching everything. It drinks and watches. It's always on the hunt. It's always in a position of not being defensive, but offensive. Amen? Yes. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You're not the victim, you're the victor. Amen. Amen. Amen? Too many people have a victim mentality. You are not the victim, you are the victor. Hallelujah. Amen. And you will walk in victory. God is changing your point of reference this morning. Amen? God is changing your point of reference. A point of reference is a specific point or fixed point that can be used to refer to other points. Amen? David's point of reference was based on past failures, right? No, it wasn't based on past failures. It was based on past victories. Amen? Your point of reference is changing this morning. Amen? You won't look at any past failures. You'll look at them past victories. Amen? And that will totally change the way that you look on things. And your outlook on things. Amen? Come on. Your point of reference is changing. David, like all of us, had failures. But David wasn't going to allow the past to get in the way of the present. Amen? Amen. Woo, that's good. That's good, Pastor Jason. Well, thank you. Amen? Hallelujah. I mean, glory to God, but that's good. Hallelujah. I mean, I'm preaching to me. This, come on, somebody. I mean, you got to... So then he was basing the outcome of his current situation on the victory, not the loss. Did he ever bring up any of it? Did he say, man, my dad doesn't even trust me. I'm just this runt. I'm just this. Did he, did he say any of that? No. If he would have, guess what? He would have looked at, he would have been like the army of Israel. He would have just looked at Goliath. Wow, that dude's big. I'm out of here. Here, take your food. I'm out. Good luck with that. He didn't say that, amen? amen. No. He said, I, I took the lion. You think he had failures? He did. But he said, I took the bear. Hallelujah. Yes. And I take this uncircumcised Philistine. He's nothing. Amen? Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. He's not in covenant. I'm in covenant. And being in covenant gives me the victory. Amen? Yes. Glory to God. Whatever problem you're facing today, whether in your finances, your health, your marriage, or wherever your problem is, amen, it's not too big for God. It's not too big for the anointing. Amen. amen. Hallelujah. Look at what David faced. Look at what he faced. And look at what you're facing. I mean, David went through some stuff, but that stuff only prepared him more for bigger victories. Amen. amen. Come on, that's why you know they say, bigger devil, right? Bigger victory. I mean, the bigger, the bigger they are, the bigger they fall. Come on. Amen. But, oh, man, I got this bear. I got this lion. This dude's big. He's bigger than any of them, but he's just a man. Mm -hmm. He's a man, and I'm a man with God on my side. Hallelujah. Amen. Whew. So I'm not going to. This, this man, he's nothing. He's a midget. You know, I, I will say this. A lot of people, 
in their lives. I'm talking Christians in their lives. See these troubles and see these battles and see these things. I mean, see something coming at them and it's like a midget, but they, they treat it like a giant. I mean, they're full of themselves. It's like this little thing. I remember this story. Just comes to me and my dad went to go visit my uncle and aunt. And they used to have this little chihuahua. And this little chihuahua, who's ever... I mean, chihuahuas, they have big attitudes. But they're little tiny. Just a big attitude, a big bark, amen? An irritating bark. Yes. Try to intimidate you, but they're a little tiny thing. And this thing was mean to everybody. And so we went up and they had a little area in the front of their house that was uh, uh, screened in. A little screened in area, like a little patio. And we're in there and the dog, it come up out of the house, out of the stairwell. And it was barking and barking and barking. And went out and was trying to bite my dad. You know what my dad did? He looked down there, saw a field goal, said, I'm putting this dog through that field goal. It wasn't really there. It was an imaginary field goal. Because he kicked that dog. It flew across the entire patio. And I mean... You know what? That dog from that point on will come and jump in my dad's lap. Never part. If you're going to act like the beta, if you're going to act, come on, you need to start acting like the alpha. Amen? Amen. Come on, that's what I mean. That's all it needed. It just needed his butt rearranged. Amen? Come on, a little bit. Of, come on, somebody. I'm not saying go kick your dog. I'm saying, I mean, come on, the dog is coming and biting you and threatening you. But that's all the devil is. He's just this little nipping at your heels and nipping at your heels and people turn him into a, some big old giant. Amen? And he's just nipping at your heels. You just got to squish him. Amen? Because he's ordained in heaven to be under your feet. In defeat. Amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. No, I'm serious. That dog chilled after that point. Amen? I ain't messing, I ain't messing with this guy anymore. Amen? You're going to teach the devil some lessons. You're going to teach your enemy some lessons. They will not mess with you anymore. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. I was out jogging the other night. And I had a beagle, this little beagle, came and tried to bite me. Tried to bite me. And I'm like, who do you think you are? I just went and I just stood up and I just went at him. I just went at him until he ran away. Then I found him. Then I found a stick. And I just threw the stick at him. Get out of here. Who do you think you are? You don't know who you're messing with. That's what you need to tell the devil. Amen. You don't know who you're messing with. I'm an anointed man. I'm an anointed woman of God. You better get going. Yes. If you know what's best for you. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus. <laughs> that little chihuahua was my dad's best friend. Amen. But you don't make friends with the enemy. Don't make friends with the enemy. That was, a, that was a dog, okay? And that's what a dog's supposed to do. Supposed to submit to you. It's an animal. You have dominion over it. Amen? Yes, we, we love dogs. We love dogs. Amen? We've had, like, what, four laps? At least four. Love laps. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. So don't get out of service today and go kick your dog. Amen? You be nice. That's right. Amen? <laughs> so look at what David faced. Amen? He had to deal with a real life giant and he defeated him. So no matter what you have in life, amen? 
Come on, whatever the giant is, you will defeat the giant. You will defeat the enemy. Amen? But it will be by the anointing. Amen? It will be by the anointing. Look, and the qualities God instilled in David that enabled him to succeed will work for you too. We are in a better covenant with better promises. Yes. Amen? Amen? What do you equip David with? You are equipped with something better. Amen? Amen. Look, we've all heard the story, amen, of David defeating Goliath, but have you applied the same principles in your life? Well, I've heard the story, but are you applying the same? Hold on, wait a minute. I'm in covenant. You're not in covenant. Amen? I have the victory. They don't have the victory. Amen? I look at my past uh, victories and my past successes, not my failures, and I'm looking the same way. I'm going to look. This is just another victory. Amen? Chalk it up. Hallelujah. Why? Because it's to the glory of God. Amen? Hallelujah. It is to God's glory. You've probably heard of the story. But begin to apply them to your life. Amen? The very principles. You know, don't allow the devil to intimidate you. Let Allow God to prepare you. Amen? It's very important what you do with your time. That you spend it with God. Yes. Look at what he did. He was doing this job that was like the lowest of the lowest job. But he didn't despise small beginnings. He was worshiping. That was preparation time. Amen? What does that mean? That means when you're alone with God. Amen? Hallelujah. But you know what's amazing to me, and I will say this, is that he put David. David was anointed to be king, but he put him in charge of a bunch of sheep. Mm -hmm. You see, he had to learn to deal with people that were ignorant, people that were stubborn, people that... See, he was being trained to lead people that were stubborn, that were ignorant, that had this mentality didn't understand the covenant. Didn't understand victory. Didn't understand. Always looking at it from these point of view of failure and defeat. And religion and tradition. But David broke out of that. You see? That's why he was picked. Because he broke out of that. He was faithful with whatever he had. The little he had. He did it unto the Lord. Amen? Amen. Come on. Look, most people, if they were herding the sheep and a lion came out, they would take off running. No, he said, I'm confronting this. Amen? So no matter what, I mean, you understand. That's a big deal. Little task may not be an important task, but he did, he's treated it like it was the biggest thing in the world. Amen? Yeah. <laughs> so even it's the littlest thing. Amen? Whatever it is. Whatever it is, the littlest thing in the church, the littlest thing in the body of Christ, the littlest bit of responsibility is a big thing. Why? Because God is preparing you. And actually, He's probably put you in that position so that you can spend time alone with Him. That's why I grew up. My dad would drag us to the church. Because a lot of times that's what He had to do. He would have to drag me. Because I didn't want to go. But He would drag me Saturday night when, the, when it's dark, it's laid out, it's 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock at night, and He would drag me to the church. What? To put up hymnals. To clean, to do things around the church. But you know what? That's the best time when you spend in the quiet of God's presence while you're doing it. <laughs> you would just do it under the Lord. Nobody knew about it. Nobody saw it. Nobody even appreciated it. But God was preparing the heart. Amen? Amen. He's preparing your heart. Amen? Amen? In the quiet, in the stillness, 
no recognition. Why? Because he is about to. <laughs> he is about. He is about to promote you. Do you understand? He is about to promote you. Hallelujah. To a place of kingship. To a place. Amen. Who? Oh my 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 my. We just grabbed a hold of that this morning. Amen. Anointed for victory. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Lord, for those times. Hallelujah. Thank you for a father that was faithful. My goodness. But nobody knew. Huh. <laughs> Hallelujah. Mm. One of the foundational truths that enabled David to face this giant was that he viewed the whole situation through God's covenant. Amen? <laughs> through God's covenant. Not man's covenant. Amen? What shall be done to the man that killeth this Philistine and taketh away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? He saw it through the covenant. Amen? That was his perspective. Perspective. Amen. That's 1 Samuel 17, 26. We read it. David's reference to Goliath being uncircumcised was pointing out that Goliath didn't have any covenant rights, but he did. Amen. Always look through things that hold on, wait a minute. I have covenant rights. Amen. I have the anointing. This is why I'm going to have the victory. Amen. Hallelujah. These are the principles, and you, as you apply those to your life, you will then walk in victory. Amen? That's what people say all the time. Man, they have all these great... Look at this great victory that David did. Look at, look at this great, great victory that David had. Look at this great victory here. Look at this great victory there. How can I get those results? Simple. Follow Bible examples. Amen? If you want Bible results, then follow Bible examples. Glory to the Lamb of God. That's why we got to get into the Word. Amen? Hallelujah. And then let the word get into us so our faith can be built and then we walk in it. Amen? Amen. Glory to the Lamb of God. In fact, every Israelite soldier was one of God's covenant people, but they didn't act like it. Likewise, all true believers have covenant rights to health, prosperity, joy, peace, everything else related, amen, to the kingdom of God, but not all look at their circumstances through the covenant. Amen? So everything, every situation, circumstance in your life, you look at it through covenant. Amen? Because yes. you're in covenant with God and He is in covenant with you. And it is not just a one-way deal. Amen? Amen? It's not just a one-way it's two ways, working together. You're working with the Lord and He's working with you and on your behalf. Amen? The Lord had promised them that no man would be able to stand before them. That's Deuteronomy eleven twenty seven. There shall no man be able to stand before you. Covenant rights. Amen? So why are they letting Goliath stand there? Why are they allowing the enemy to stand there? When God had already said, it's my covenant, no man will be able to stand against you. Amen? You see, David knew it. Not only did he know it, it wasn't just head knowledge. 
but it was in him. Amen? It was heart knowledge, and he walked in glory to God. Amen? That's why he went out there. I mean, God got covenant rights. And, and the Bible says, Deuteronomy 11, 20 says this, There shall no man be able to stand before me. Amen? So, Goliath, that means you will not stand. When I'm done with you, amen, you will not be standing. You will be dead in defeat. And I will be the one left standing in victory. Amen? Woo, glory to God. Goliath was a man. He was a big man, but a man nonetheless. He was a man. Amen? That's right. He was just a man. While others only saw the giant, David kept his attention on the promises of God. The Israeli army saw Goliath as, be, as too big to beat. David saw Goliath as too big to miss. Amen? This is a big guy. We can't defeat him. David said, he's a big guy. I can't miss him. Amen? He's just a bigger target for me. Amen? Glory to God. Go with me to 1 Samuel 17, verse 28 through 30. 1 Samuel 17, verse 28 through 30 says, And Eliab, his eldest brother, heard when he spake unto the men, and Eliab's anger was kindled against David, and he said, Why camest thou down hither? And with whom hast thou left house few sheep in the wilderness? I know thy pride and, thy, and the naughtiness of thine heart, for thou art come down that thou mightest see the battle. And David said, What have I now done? Is there not a cause? And he turned from him toward another and spake after the same manner. And the people answered him again after the former manner. David could have tried to justify himself to his older brother. It was at the, his father's command that he had left the sheep and come to bring gifts to his brothers. But even if David had won the argument, he would have lost his opportunity to defeat Goliath. It was only after he turned from his brother and repeated his statements of faith that someone heard what he said and told Saul, Israel's king. Amen. So his brother is belittling him. What are you doing here? Who do you think you are? And what did David do? Did he let it stop him? No. He just repeated himself. Amen. He just repeated himself. He just continued on. He was just persistent. Amen. He didn't let anyone stop him. Look, people will try to get in, 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 in the way of you seeing victory. People, well, who do you think you are? That's why people are going through some sort of sickness. And then people will come and tell you. I'm not talking about church people of some denomination. will come and say, well, God doesn't heal. Healing is not for today. That means people trying to get in your way. What do you mean? What do you mean God doesn't heal? What do you mean? He's healed me before. Amen. Amen. He'll heal me the next time. Yes. Hallelujah. He was, he's always been with me. Guess what? He's with me right now. And he'll be with me. Yes. Amen. 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 Don't allow anybody. And that's the problem is someone just tries to get into a just they try to justify. Amen. They try to justify. You know, we were at a basketball game and uh, we saw, uh, uh, I remember seeing a sign in, in one of the gyms we were at. 
Our, our youngest son plays basketball. And I just, it just came to me. I remember seeing at one of the gyms we were at, they had it in the boys' bathroom. And it said, stop, don't raise your voice, improve your argument. It was funny to me, right? Don't, don't raise your voice, improve your argument. Well, there is some truth with that, but sometimes the best thing you can do is just shut up. Amen? You don't need to justify yourself. You don't need to say anything. Amen? You just do what God's called you to do. That's why, that's why people, look, we're out so wedded, and people want to get into a theological debate. You know what we do? Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. And we leave. Because in the 20 minutes, 30 minutes of arguing with some fool, some religious nutcase, amen, you could be winning 20 people to the Lord, 30 people to the Lord. Amen? amen? But the devil will send that one to try to stop you. That brother of David tried to stop him. But David didn't justify himself. He didn't even address it. Amen. He just addressed the problem and that he was going to step in and that God would give him the victory. Amen. He didn't address any of it. You don't need to justify anything. Amen. Look, I'll even tell you this because it's something we practice and we even tell our boys this. We say, not every question deserves an answer. There's some questions. Don't even need to give an answer. Don't try to justify anything. Don't try to make up a story and give an excuse. Amen? Because then you find yourself lying or saying something. People say, well, why why can't you come? Like you invited to some party. Well, why can't you come? Well, I just, I don't, you know, I just can't come. Then they're starting to lie. Oh, I'm going to be out of town. Oh, I'm just too busy. No, just say, thank you very much, but I'll have to pass. And then they said, you know, why? Why are you passing? Why did they even have to make up some story of why you can't come? Rather than no, I'm just not coming. Amen. Right. You understand? Yeah. Amen. You don't have to give every question an answer. Amen. Hallelujah. So don't you don't have to justify yourself. Amen. You don't have to justify yourself to the religious, to the doubtful. Amen. To the ones that would try to hinder you and stop you. Don't justify. Amen. Hallelujah. Just walk in what God's called you to do. What he's anointed you to do. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Because there will be people that will try to, uh, that will try to uh, uh, oppose you. Amen? Amen? There will be opposition that will come. Amen? And usually it's from a family member or somebody that you're close with. It's just that way. Somebody that you know. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Look, even the king... King Saul tried to talk David out of what was in his heart. He spoke of David's inexperience and size compared to Goliath's. But look at David's reply. Get this. 1 Samuel 17, 34-37. Thy servant kept his father's sheep, and there came a lion and a bear, and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him and smote him and delivered it out of his mouth and when he arose against me I caught him by his beard and smote him and slew him thy servant slew, slew both a lion and a bear and this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them seeing he hath defied the armies of the living God David said, Moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. Amen? Amen. 
So he began to rehearse in front of King Saul past victories. Amen? Yes. And then he began to prophesy what victory was about to happen. Amen? Yes. Yes. He began to speak it. This is what I'm going to do. Amen? This is what's going to come to pass. Don't stop. Don't start speaking fear and doubt into the situation. Start speaking victory. Start speaking the word of God. Start speaking the blessings of God. Start speaking the promises of God. Amen. Speak his word. Amen. This is what is going to happen in this situation. Amen. Because God has given me the victory. Hallelujah. When financial problems come, say, but my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Amen. When sickness comes your way and tries to knock at your door, you say, by the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. I walk in perfect health. I am the redeemed of the Lord. I am the healed of the Lord. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. By the blood of Jesus, I'm protected. Amen. You, you begin. Amen? Not defeat. Not words of doubt. That's why fear, doubt, and unbelief, they are the Siamese triplets from hell. Will try to keep you down. I mean, look, that's what happened. His brothers tried to discourage him. The king tried to discourage him. But he said, I got this in my heart. Where did he have it? In his head? No, in his heart. This is in my heart. This is what I know. This is what the God I serve. This is the type of God I serve. He gave me the victory. He's going to give me this victory. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. And he goes, that's how it's going to be. Amen? Amen. Nothing left. Nothing more. Amen? This is what it's going to be. He began to rehearse. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Mm. Had David not been faithful with the few sheep the Lord had given him to keep on the backside of the desert, he never would have been able to stand up to Goliath. Many want to win against the giants when the grandstands are full, but few will be faithful in the little things. God gives them when no one is watching. If we aren't faithful in that which is least, we won't be given more. That's Luke 16, 10 through 12. Amen. Now look at 1 Samuel 17, 38 through 39. And Saul armed David with his armor, and he put a helmet of brass upon his head. Also he armed him with a coat of mail. And David girded his sword upon his armor, and he essayed to go, for he had not proved it. And David said unto Saul, I cannot go with, th with these, for I have not proved them. And David put them off him. This happens all the time. People come around, you're going to do something, and they try to put their two cents in, mm -hmm. give you their advice. Saul tried to put his armor. Did David know that what that armor would do? You know what all that armor did? It weighted him down. But people try to do that all the time. It happens in the church all the time. Well, this is what you need to do. Stick with what you know. Amen? Based on the Word of God. What's been, what you've tried and what you've proven. Amen? Don't you? I mean... My goodness, he couldn't even hold the sword. It was so heavy. Because the armor was so. Weighted them down. That's what religion does. Amen? It will weight people down. That's what tradition does. It will weight people down. Amen? The tradition of men makes the word of God 
none effect. Amen. See, David had to go with the anointing God had anointed him with. Amen. Not another man's anointing, not another woman's anointing, but the anointing God had anointed him with. Amen. Because why? Because that is what was going to give him the victory. Amen. That's why David said, I don't need any of that. Take that off. I got a sling. Amen. Hallelujah. And I got some stones. Hallelujah. And I'm going to take care of business. Hallelujah. Amen. Ooh, hallelujah. I mean, you have spiritual weapons. Do you understand? The weapons of your warfare are spiritual. Amen. Hallelujah. They are not carnal, but they are mighty through God. Amen. To the pulling down of strongholds. Amen. Against every wicked weapon, every weapon of the enemy. Amen. You have an arsenal full of spiritual weapons. Hallelujah. You have the anointing. Amen? So stick with that. Don't try to run off of somebody else's anointing. I'm going to live in victory because I've heard... No. It's because you know it. Amen? Because you're living it. It is the anointing God has given you for victory. Amen? Hallelujah. So don't be weighted down by other things. It's very important. Amen? Hallelujah. The next thing David had to endure was the mockery of the enemy. Goliath would come with mocking him. Listen to what the giant said. 1 Samuel 17, 42-44. And when the Philistine took about and saw David, he disdained him, for he was but a youth and ruddy and of a fair countenance. And the Philistine said unto David, Am I a dog that thou cometh to me with staffs? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. And the Philistine said to David, Come to me, and I will give thy flesh unto the fowls of the air and to the beasts of the field. Don't think because that you are armed with the anointing. Don't think that because even God is on your side, the enemy will not try to stop you. He will try to mock you. He will try to discourage you. He will try to stop you. Amen? It's not until you put those weapons to use and you prove it to the enemy. Amen? That's why you got, you can't let, you need to shut him up. How are you going to shut him up? By the anointing. Amen? By proving God's word. Amen? Hallelujah. You've got to be bold and stand bold against the enemy. Amen? 1 Samuel 17, 45 through 47. Then said David to the Philistine, Thou cometh to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. This day will the Lord deliver thee into mine hand, and I will smite thee and take thine head from thee, and I will give the carcasses of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel, and all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's. And he will give you into our hands. 
David was not talk. Amen. David was not all talk. He was all in with actions. Amen. People do. They talk. They talk. I was walking through the store the other day. <clears throat> Just on Friday, actually, and I heard somebody on the phone. We take uh, Pastor Gloria's uh, grandmother to breakfast on Fridays, and then we take her out to the store shopping a little bit. That's our that's our time. We get to spend with her. Amen? And so we're out there, and I'm hearing this lady, well, I hope God, on the phone, well, I hope God, I'm just believing God, I'm just hoping, you know, you've got to put action to that faith. Amen? Amen? Come on. You've got to put some action to that faith. You can't just be all talk. Too many people are all talk, amen? They're just full of hot air. But you're full of the anointing, amen? And a person full of the anointing, full of the fire of God, full of the Holy Ghost, and full of faith is going to prove it, amen? amen. Who's going to demonstrate it. Hallelujah. Amen. Look, that's why many preachers, many times, they just simply preach the word, but they don't demonstrate it. The gospel is to be demonstrated. Yeah. The word of God is to be demonstrated. Amen. And you, how do you find that out? The ones that are anointed. Amen. Like David, he was anointed for victory. You are anointed for victory. Amen. And you will not just be all talk, but you will be action. Amen. You will put action to them words. Hallelujah. You will put faith to them words. Glory to the name of God. What is faith? Faith is an action. Amen. Not just mere words. 1 Samuel 17, 48. David hastened and ran toward, listen to this, and ran toward the army to meet the Philistines. The Spirit of the Lord was on David, and he wasn't afraid. He rushed at the giant. Can you imagine? He ran straight for him. Too many people are running from the devil, yes. running away from the fight, running away from the battle. Guess what those people will see? Not victory. Yes. But David, he ran right at the enemy. He was quick to get there. I mean, I'm going to get there. I'm going to take care of business. Amen. Because God is giving me the victory. And that's exactly what he did. Amen. That's exactly what he did. He went straight. I mean, he ran at the thing. Amen. Whew. You know, your attitude toward your, towards your giants will be very telling when it's time to face them. If you really believe the promises of God, you won't run from a fight. You will run to it. Amen? Do you really believe what God said or not? Are you all talk? Are you action? Amen? Are you going to get into action too? The giants are going to test what God has put in you. The enemy is going to test what God's put in you. Amen? But of course, you know the story. Amen? David uses his sling and the stone to bring the giant down. It's very important. Amen? Very important. You've got to get busy. Amen? You've got to get engaged. Can't just talk about things without doing it. 
Hallelujah. Let me close with this. 1 Samuel 17, 50-51. Because it didn't stop there. Amen? Listen to this. Verse 50. But there was no sword in the hand of David. Therefore David ran and stood upon the Philistine and took his sword and drew it out up the sheath thereof and slew him and cut off his head therewith. You've got to pursue your enemies until they can't come back. Amen? Yes. If you read the whole story, the Philistines didn't flee when Goliath first went down. They were at a far distance. Maybe they didn't know what happened. Maybe he tripped. Maybe he's not dead. It wasn't until David got up there, got his sword, and cut off the head of Goliath and presented it to them, they took off. Because their man was defeated. Because why? Their faith was in a man. But David's faith was in his God. Amen? Woo, hallelujah. You are anointed for victory. Amen? Hallelujah. See, that's what a testimony is about. That's why the devil keeps coming around on something, whatever. Testimony. How do you overcome the enemy? By the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony. Yes. Amen? Amen. Look. Look what God did. God did this great thing. God delivered me. God healed me. God set me free. God provided for me. The devil, take off. Amen? Get out of here. How do you overcome? By the word of your testimony. In the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You are anointed for victory. Hallelujah. Mm -mm -mm. We sometimes just fight our enemies until they go over the hill. But they will then come back. That's, that's why. Don't just push them back. Destroy them. Amen? Destroy them. Destroy the devil. Amen? Everything is in an area of your life. Whatever it may be. That's why people, I mean, you know, it's amazing to me because this just came out of my spirit about depression. And I speak a lot against, I've been like recently, I don't know, maybe finding work. Because there's so many people that are depressed. There's so many people that are, I mean, even our youth that are cutting themselves. At young age, I'm talking 10, 11, 12 years old, cutting themselves. People are depressed. You destroy that depression. You are anointed for victory. But you will destroy it by the anointing. The anointing destroys the yoke. Yes. You kill it, get rid of it, so that it can't come back. Because if you don't deal with it, you just sweep it under the rug. I'm going to get some counseling. You know what? Maybe you will deal for it with a day if you're lucky. And I don't even believe in luck. Mm -hmm. Amen? I believe in blessings. Mm -hmm. I believe in favor. Yes. Amen? Yes. But you see what I'm saying is, you deal with it. The only reason, the only way you're going to be able to deal with it by the anointing. Amen? Amen? That's why I come against depression. In the name of Jesus, I break that off of you. That spirit. Suicide, I break it off of you in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. See, don't just push things back. Don't just push them to the side. Amen? you got to deal with it. Cut the head off. Amen? So the enemy, dead. That thing, dead in my life. Amen? Amen? That thing's dead. Enemy's not stealing from me anymore. Whatever it may be. Whatever area. Amen? Come on. That's why 
look, if you got into a bad investment, it's time. Cut the head off. Get out of it. Don't let the devil steal. Do you understand how it works in your life? I'm just trying to give you examples here of different areas. Look, if you bought a lemon, deal with that thing. Yes. Trade that sucker in. Get a new car. I mean, whatever it may be, you go. Don't allow that because it's just going to drain you. There's things in your life that we allow in our lives that just drain and drain and drain and drain and drain. Look, if it's the TV where you spend eight hours a day watching TV, get rid of it. Amen. Amen. Yeah. It's just draining you. It's just stealing from you. Think of eight hours in the Word of God in prayer, praying in the Holy Ghost with you. Amen. You will walk in victory. Amen. So, we can see here. We sometimes just fight our enemies until they go over the hill. Don't fight them to the all the way. Amen? The devil's trying to steal from you. Don't just cut that thing off. Amen? We only fight sickness until it gets to where it's not too bad. And then we can just live with the rest. That's what people do. Yeah, I'm okay, I'm I mean, I still, no, continue to fight to the very last day. That's what I'm telling you. Amen? Continue to the very end. Amen. Amen. But David pursued his enemies until they were destroyed. They could never come back to fight him again. And here's the last scripture. Um, you can read it all. I'm not going to read it. I'm just going to give you the scripture. 1 Samuel 30, 10 through 18 is a good example of this. Where David pursued the Amalekites. Until he had recovered all he had lost. Amen? So you fight, you recover it all. Amen? Look, I understand. People don't like to face giants. But David wouldn't have been a hero if he had slain a midget. Amen? It was until he slew that giant. Amen? Hallelujah. David's victory over Goliath catapulted him into his destiny. That's what the anointing will do. That's what the victory will do. Amen? It will catapult you. Amen? Yes. Into his destiny. It will catapult. Victories catapult you into your destiny. Amen? That's why the enemy comes against you so hard and so strong because he wants to keep you from reaching your destiny. If he can just keep you, if he can intimidate you, if he can keep you ignorant, if he can keep you scared, he can intimidate you, he's going to keep you from reaching your destiny. Amen? That's why you have to overcome. That's why you are anointed to overcome. You are more than a conqueror. Amen? You are anointed for Victory. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So I'm just going to pray over you right now. Thank you, Lord God. Every eye, every bow, every head, every eye closed, every head bowed. Thank you, Lord God, that you've anointed us for victory. You didn't save us so that we could be defeated, but you saved us so we could be in victory. And I thank you, Lord God. As you speak to people's hearts today, that they grab this message by the revelation of the Holy Spirit, as the Holy Spirit reveals it to them personally, that they grab a hold of this individually, Lord God, 
And they're going to run with the anointing. They're going to run right out at the devil. They're going to defeat the devil. They're going to destroy the devil. And the only way they will do it is by your anointing. And then it will catapult them right into their destiny. Lord God, every single individual here that is watching this, that is listening to this, I break every assignment of the devil off your life in Jesus' name. I break intimidation. I break fear. I break timidity. And I pray a holy boldness comes upon the church now in Jesus' name. And they will walk by the anointing and they will see victory every day, every week, every month, every year for all of their days, which are many. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Because that's what the assignment. The assignment of the enemy is to try to keep you bombarded. Look, you need the battles. You need the battles in your life so that you can get stronger. Yes. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. But I'm gonna I'm gonna speak to some people in three different categories. One, you've never asked Jesus to be your Lord and Savior. If you were to breathe out your last breath, where would you spend eternity? If you've never asked Jesus into your heart, today is a day of salvation and He will save you and you will spend eternity with Him. And also, you will then be anointed for victory here on earth. Amen? But secondly, maybe you're, you were born again at one time, you gave your heart to Jesus, but you find yourself lukewarm. You find yourself in a backslidden state where you walked away from God. You're not winning souls. You're not even going to church. You're, you're just out of the will of God. And you're in danger of hellfire and brimstone. And you know it. If I'd ask you a question, if you were on a scale of one to five, being on fire and burning on hot, on fire for Jesus and winning souls, where would you be? If it's anything less than a five, then I want to pray with and for you this morning. Maybe something came into your life. It totally wrecked your world. Maybe a disruptive habit. Maybe something that came in and took you out. God is calling you home today. Just like the prodigal son. And he'll welcome you. He's watching. He's watching. And he's waiting. And he calls you home today. That you would come back to him. You can fall in love with Jesus all over again. And radically change your life. Amen. But thirdly. Maybe the devil keeps lying to you. Telling you you're not saved. You're not born again. You're not going to heaven. Those lies will be broken off your life. Those lies of intimidation. Those lies of fear. Those lies of doubt that will be broken today off your life once and for all. So if you fit into one of those categories, I want to pray with and for you. Right now, make this confession. It's a confession of faith. Pray this out loud, but believe it in your heart. Repeat it after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me. Cleanse me. Set me free. Thank you, Jesus, that you died for me and that you rose again from the dead and that one day you're coming back again for me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Give me a passion for the lost, a hunger for the things of God, and a holy boldness 
to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. I am saved. I am born again. I am forgiven. And I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. Amen. As you pray that prayer, you are a child of God. Some of you, you just rededicated your life to the Lord. Now yield to Him. Yield to the Holy Spirit. Amen. Surrender those things and follow Jesus. Amen. God bless you. We love you. Amen. And God loves you and He has a great plan for your life. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to give you an opportunity to sow seed this morning. Do what God tells you to do. There is power in the seed. Amen? Amen. Put that power to work in your life this morning, in the area of your finances. Amen? Amen? But it's also because the area of your finances, in the area of your giving, tithe and offering, says that God will rebuke the devourer on your behalf. Amen? Amen. Well, what's the devourer come to, to do? He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He comes to, so it, it, it affects every single area of your life. Amen? Come on, not just your finances. Every area. So if you have your tithe, your offering, amen, just hold it. You can participate you watching online. Amen? Get involved. Don't just sit there. Amen? amen? But get involved. We're just giving you an opportunity to be blessed. And you're sowing into the gospel and the souls. Amen? To advance God's kingdom. So let's pray this morning. Amen? Hallelujah. Hold it. We thank you, Lord God, that you see the heart of every individual. And as we do this, we do it cheerfully. And we do it to honor you, Lord God. And I thank you, Lord God, as it leaves our hands, it goes directly into your hands. There is a spiritual transaction taking place right now. And by faith, we put it to work, Lord God. And we give it to you. And then you'll take it and you will multiply it. And I thank you for multiplying seed this morning. You're not a God of subtraction. You're not a God of division. You're a God of multiplication. And it shall be multiplied and used to advance your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Go ahead. Thank you, Lord. And then we're going to take communion together. You that are watching, you can go to www.rivertx.com. Click on Donate and Invest in the gospel. Be a part of what God is doing. Plus, you can send your love gift to the River Church, P.O. Box 6375, McAllen, Texas, 7502. Amen? So don't just sit there. Do something. Get involved. Participate. Amen? Amen. So now we'll take communion together. Hallelujah. Pastor Gloria, come up. Hallelujah. Pray over the bread. I'll pray over the cup. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We'll give everyone a little bit of time to open it. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Wonderful Jesus. Who's got the bread? Everybody has it? Amen. Pastor Gloria, pray over. Let's hold it up. Pastor Gloria, pray over the bread. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, for your body that was broken for us, Lord. That we don't have to walk in sickness, we don't have any ailments, but we have perfect divine health. So right now, if you have any sickness or infirmity, you put your hand on that place right now and you tell it to go. In Jesus' name, you are made whole. And we thank you, Lord, for your body that was broken for us, that we walk in perfect divine health, our bodies, our minds, everything. 
and for the rest of the week, for the rest of the year, for the rest oh. of our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, we are made whole. Go ahead and take it. Go ahead and take it. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for your body broken for us. Hallelujah. And then take the cup. Thank you, Jesus. This cup represents your blood. And you shed your blood for us. And you gave your life for us. Thank you, Lord God, that it wasn't, hallelujah, that it was in your heart and it wasn't part of your plan. And it's still not part of your plan. It's not even part of your will that one, anyone would perish, but that all would come to repentance. And so we come to you today, Lord, in remembrance of what you did and what your blood has bought and paid for. We are redeemed. We are washed. We are cleansed. We are purified. We are made righteous by the blood of the Lamb that who was slain before the foundations of the world. It was your plan. It wasn't an accident. Your blood was not spilt. Your blood was poured out. You did it with intention, with purpose, on purpose, so we could be set free. And we thank you for the power of the blood that's working in our lives today and every day. And we also thank you for divine protection by the blood of the Lamb. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Go ahead and take it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Were you blessed this morning? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Those that are watching, those that are listening, walk in victory today. Amen. Walk in victory every day. I tell every single one here. Amen. You are more than a conqueror. You are anointed for victory and you will see that victory in your life every day as you put it to work. Amen. Amen. We love you. God loves you. Amen. We'll see you next time. God bless.